If you want to hold people accountable, automate and orchestrate the work activities, and holistically depict progress of your cyber risk program, you need a tool. Hi, I'm Megan Fee, and this is GRC and Me, where we interview industry thought leaders in governance, risk, and compliance on hot topics, industry-specific challenges, trends, and more to learn about your methods, solutions, and outlook in this space. Today, we talk with John Mumford, the Chief Risk Officer at Felswick Group, a Boston-area consulting firm. We talk about the GRC market and why it's hungry for a new approach, how to tackle cyber risk as a business risk, and lastly, we talk about his passion for risk-taking in business and on the ice. Now, I do want to mention that this was recorded before the shelter-in-place order went into effect here in Chicago, so you'll notice a difference in audio quality. But if you're listening to this podcast, we hope that you're healthy and safe, and we appreciate you welcoming us into your homes. Now, here is our interview with John. So, John, thank you so much for joining us today on another episode of GRC and Me. Thanks, Megan, for having me. I appreciate it. All right, so let's start off. We talk a lot about the GRC market today. I know you've had a really interesting career journey and, and spending time in risk and compliance. And the work that you do now at Felswick Group is really interesting. And it makes me think, why do you feel like the market and GRC professionals today are hungry for a new methodology or a new way to think about risk and compliance? What I like to do is first make a statement about what Stephen Covey says, right? He says, the main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing. <laughs> to me, the main thing is business resiliency. Mm -hmm. And then I go on to think of what Simon Sinek says, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. Mm -hmm. And what you do simply proves what you believe. So if you believe being resilient enables you to do what you do, you can then add value to your customers and stay competitive and innovate. Mm -hmm. Add to that in today's interconnected world, every company relies more and more on partners to produce or deliver their services. So in order for companies to stay resilient, they have to be good at making risk decisions and managing that well. Mm -hmm. So should we invest here? Should we acquire this company? Should we sell products internationally? Should we outsource this capability? many risk decisions that they have to make due to that complexity and staying competitive. So cyber risk is obviously a growing concern for so many reasons. One, you no longer just compete against others in your industry or against economic downturns, but you now have to compete against the threat of bad actors. Also, the growing complexity of an interconnected world and emerging technology makes it harder to even understand if risk mitigation is working. Right. So, hey, we bought a firewall. Is it actually blocking the traffic that it's designed to block? Mm -hmm. How do you know those things? So there's so many methodologies and so many frameworks available, but are they working? Mm -hmm. Well, the bad guy's winning, so maybe we need a new methodology. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If the methodology is just to comply with a framework or a law or regulation, then things get missed or, or deprioritized or you're unable to even operationalize it. Yeah, John, that's really interesting. Can you share an example with us? 
Sure. An example I draw a parallel to is the FDA suggests that we should all consume 2,000 calories a day to be healthy. Well, that's a good guideline, but it didn't take into account my goals to gain or lose weight. Mm -hmm. And it didn't consider if I were an elite athlete or a cyber risk consultant. So how do those frameworks work if they're not right size to the person taking that uh, framework or methodology into account? At Felsway Group, we believe the methodology and, and approach is to right-size and align your cyber risk program to prioritize activities based on your specific tolerance and to treat cyber as a business risk. Fantastic. And how are you seeing others or how are you helping others see this differently, see cyber risk as a business risk and educate stakeholders maybe internally? You know, we're pretty humble guys and, and gals at Felsway Group, and we truly believe in the phrase, a rising tide lifts all boats. What we mean by this is we spend a lot of time educating and learning and sharing to improve our industry. We treat cyber risk kind of like a team sport and engage everybody to help keep companies in business. That's our goal, to help those around us stay in business from an employment stand, uh, perspective, or even for their client's perspective. Every company on the planet is a digital company, so they're susceptible to a cyber event. And from those customers' eyes, if the company isn't able to provide goods and services due to, say, a power outage or a loss of a single source provider or a DDoS attack, it has the same effect to that customer you're just not available for business. Mm -hmm. Second, a lot of the assessments we see clients going through are what we would classify as a bottom-up assessment. It's a deep inspection of technical controls with their infrastructure. And what those assessments produce is a lengthy report of gaps, vulnerabilities, or findings that the organization isn't prepared to tackle. There's no muscle memory ingrained in that company to prioritize the assessment results. We believe this brings an organization from ignorance to negligence, and that's an uncomfortable state to be in. At Felsway Group, we spend time understanding how a company makes money, how their customers are delighted by their goods and services, and how they compete within their industry. We then tie this information to the people and business processes that produce their goods and services, that also in turn help them to achieve their goals and objectives. These key people are the logical risk owners for the critical business processes they own, including the third parties that support them. So when they establish and we help them establish a cyber risk committee made up of those owners, we facilitate these meetings for our clients and they quickly realize they can't make decisions about cyber risks without also discussing the risk to the business. Mm -hmm. Managing risk is about managing business resiliency. So if a technical control is broken within the infrastructure environment, that piece of infrastructure supports a critical IT asset that is a component of a business process and the risk should be owned by that business owner. And the risk decision to invest or, or uh, mitigate or accept is owned by that, that person. Would you be able to share with us a little bit about the journey that you take your customers on? 
Yeah, we'd love to. So we bring our customers along this maturity journey we call the pathway to risk intelligence. Our pathway was developed from years of experience and working with the various frameworks and regulations like NIST or CIS or PCI, various privacy laws. And our pathway is made up of four pillars and 23 attributes that are designed to create that muscle memory to effectively manage a cyber risk program. The first two pillars are ensuring your foundation is in place and you're prepared for an incident while aligning those attributes to the business to ensure resiliency. Only after the company has met its target maturity in those two pillars, do we move them into a measures and quantification and optimization component of their program, those last two pillars. Companies have asked us to help them quantify their cyber risk, but when we inspect the maturity in their earlier pillars, they may not have a crisis management plan or their policies are not right-sized for their business. So it's important for us to recognize before we get to that uh, you know, maturity level of optimization or risk quantification, if their foundation isn't built mm -hmm. and it's not right-sized and aligned to their business, the quantification won't stick anyway. And then the other day too, John, you were telling me a story about, you know, a a scenario where you helped a customer who was in a boardroom discussion and it was thinking about risks differently. Would you be able to talk to us a little bit about that experience? What did you witness? And, you know, how do you think that the Felswick Group methodology would really help them think about that in a different way? Sure. Yeah. We were talking with a private equity firm who had just made an investment in a, in a new company um, and they were questioning why, uh, you know, their cyber risk assessment process wasn't good enough. And I asked them to tell me a little bit more about the assessment that occurred first and then asked them about their business. And what they said is the assessment in, entailed the typical, what I'll say, physical, administrative, and technical control testing, like could I get into this building or through this unlocked door, or could I socially engineer one of the employees, or um, are folks clicking on phishing attacks or, you know, are there vulnerabilities within uh, their website, things like this. And I said, those are all great things to measure and assess before buying that company, but tell me about the last company you bought. And they said, we bought a hydroponic farming company and we think it's going to, you know, it bolster our investment. And I said, so tell me a little bit how hydroponic farming works. I'm not too familiar with it. Are, are there people actually in lab coats out um, evaluating the temperature of the plants to make sure they're growing? And, uh, and they said, oh no, this is all, you know, highly technical digitized process where all that data is being served back to a console where we can see the temperature and the growth of those plants. I said, terrific. I said, did the risk assessment or security assessor um, evaluate the operational data of that hydroponic farming operation? Or, you know, could that be disrupted? And if it were disrupted and you thought you were growing plants and then they weren't, that would kind of decimate the entire business model that you just bought, right? It, you know, you're, you're growing things to sell things. And if the operational data was disrupted through a cyber event, you wouldn't know that until it was too late. Exactly. How do you advise folks bring this together and tactically 
make an impact within their organization? Yeah, sure, Megan. Um, certainly, this can't all be done with spreadsheets, email, or, or presentations. It's just impossible to manage. Those tools may collect or display information, but if you want to hold people accountable, automate and orchestrate the work activities, and holistically depict progress of your cyber risk program, you need a tool. In order to facilitate workflows, correlate disparate risk and control data, align it to the most critical assets, and then engage the risk owners on risk decision-making, you need a platform like LogicGate. LogicGate, in my mind, is this incredibly flexible canvas for any company to realize their methodology to manage risk. It has these beautiful innate qualities to build your entire program while depicting an overall risk posture for your company. Felsery Group provides cyber risk expertise as a fractional CISO or, or CROs or DPOs for our clients. And we need a tool to show the value of what we are accomplishing for our clients. We're digitizing our methodology of the pathway in Logigate while leveraging the out-of-the-box applications to manage risk. As our clients mature in their pathway to risk intelligence, they may reach a point where they can fly on their own, so to speak. We can then hand over the entire working model, the risk register, the dashboards, the methodology in Logigate for them to own and manage when they are ready. Mm -hmm. Managing cyber risk is a business risk and has to be facilitated within a tool like Logigate if you plan to build that muscle memory, accountability, and resiliency for your business to stay competitive. That's great. And it sounds like at Felswood Group, you don't just come on and help them identify the areas for improvement. You actually give them a deliverable that allows them to, as you mentioned earlier, avoid being negligent and, and really help them operationalize this long after you guys and, and maybe the work that you provide is done. Exactly. We don't come in and report the news. We embed ourselves in their culture to you know, be as intimate with their risk as they are and, and care about protecting their brand. Yeah, we just have one final question for you, John. So we've talked a lot today about thinking differently, uh, cyber risks truly as a business risk. You said a couple great concepts about, you know, really f bolstering and fostering business resiliency through thinking differently. And then I love the concept that you talked about, which is really you help clients develop a muscle memory to effectively manage your cyber risk program. So thinking about muscles and thinking about risks, uh, one fun thing that we know about you, John Mumford, is that you take not only business risks seriously, but you take some personal risks pretty seriously. And I know that you take a risk, which is getting on ice with some young 23-year-old guys all the time to play ice hockey. So tell us a little bit about that. You know, I know that is that can be a risk sometimes, but tell us a little bit about how you play hockey today and what, what drew you to the sport. Sure. I uh, love hockey. I've grown up with hockey um, throughout my, you know, younger years and then coaching my kids through hockey and just very passionate about hockey. What I love about hockey, it's like business, is it's ever-changing and there's as much of the best laid plans that you have, yeah. everything's in motion all at once. So it kind of speaks mm -hmm. to the industry today of, you know, we don't, we can't take a pause and set a new plan and then set things back in motion. Hockey is a continuous flow of things. Yeah. So how well are we protected? How skillful are we? How good is our muscle memory to repeat processes, you know, on the fly without it's, it's a read and react process. Are we skating to the puck? 
you know, with all that in mind. So, you know, we, yeah. we talk about skating to the puck, where the puck is going to be yeah. in business terms as well. So very cool. Well, thank you, John, so much for joining us today. Yeah, you're welcome. I appreciate the opportunity. In our discussion today with John, we talked a lot about cybersecurity, but really it's more about digital resiliency and building that into your processes. And in fact, to address the current COVID-19 crisis, they're offering their clients a 90-day business resiliency service offering. And if you're interested, please check them out at fellswaygroup.com. Until next time, stay safe and healthy. And this has been Megan Fee with GRC and Me.